Welcome to Things That Matter. My name is Josh Taransky, and I'm joined by Pastor Brian Broderson. Today we're going to talk about atheism. Pastor Brian, this is a subject that I know is dear to your heart. It's something that matters uh, to you, and you believe that it should matter to most guys that are preaching. Most Christians should yeah. be aware of this. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know if saying that atheism is, a, is, is a, something that's dear to my heart, <laughs> but okay. it is something that, that is, is on my heart. And that's you know, right. Uh, Josh, atheism obviously matters today uh, probably more than it has in um, previous generations uh, because atheism has become very aggressive in the West, in, in the United States, as well as uh, Europe. And, and of course, in Europe, it, it's been that. The situation has been there um, for, for a while. But now here, in, in just the past few years, the, the U.S. is suddenly um, been infiltrated almost with these uh, very um, uh, aggressive uh, atheists who are coming and it, you know much like a, like an evangelist would go from city to city and hold crusades I mean these guys are you know actually doing that exact kind of thing they're just preaching an, an anti-gospel if you will and uh, you know, even driving around in our community these days, you're, you, you'll see billboards that are atheistic propaganda. Um, advertisements uh, uh, are being taken out. Uh, a lot of people know about uh, the advertisements that were taken out by the Humanist Society in, in England. Uh, I think it was last year, the buses, many of the buses had uh, atheistic slogans and, and so forth uh, on, on the side. So, you know, a lot of aggression, a lot of uh, effort to really get the atheistic message out into the culture. So we, of course, as believers, we as Christians, whether we're just, you know, individual Christians or we're in a position of uh, Christian leadership, maybe you're pastoring, maybe you're preaching, um, these, these are things that we need to be aware of. We need to understand the arguments and we need to, um, you know, we need to put forth a good uh, apologetic. And, and of course, we, we've, we've got the upper hand, absolutely, yeah. because in the end, uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of rhetoric coming from the atheists, but the, the arguments themselves don't really hold water. So, yeah, um, well, yeah you, so, it's, so it's an important topic. You've modeled this from the pulpit. I mean, I've, I've sat under your preaching now for at least five years and seeing you make application and address, even bring in quotes and, yeah. and different ideas that are popular amongst atheists. Initially, yeah. when I heard you doing that, I, I wasn't convinced. Yeah. But as I've watched society over the last five years, I'm yeah. seeing exactly what you're saying. That yeah. These guys are influencing yeah. culture. Yeah, and, and you know, as, as a pastor, I, I might be... Uh, a, a little bit isolated at times. Maybe I'm just so s immersed in my Christian community and you know in my own private study that I don't really realize uh, the extent of how pervasive this is becoming in the culture. But the the person sitting in the congregation on Sunday, uh, oftentimes they're they're working right next to an atheist, or they're living right next to an atheist, or they've got they've got contact with people who are very aggressive with these atheistic views, and they're wanting to know, gosh, how do I respond to this? So that that's part of our job as uh, pastors, you know, to equip the saints and to equip them to contend for and defend the faith. And so um, there's there's a book I wanted to to bring. Uh, this around to a book that I recently read. Uh, it's a book written by 
uh, an evangelical named Larry Taunton, and it's it's this book, The Faith of Christopher Hitchens, and you you read this book as well. And this book to me was absolutely fascinating um, for a number of reasons. Uh, Christopher Hitchens is one of the well-known atheistic voices. Of course, he passed away in 2011, I believe it was. Um, But very well-known, very outspoken, along with, uh, they they sort of dubbed these guys the four horsemen of the uh, new atheism or the atheistic apocalypse or however they they. labeled them, but it was, uh, it was um, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris, and a man named Daniel Dennett. Now, Sam Harris and Dennett, uh, they're not quite as well-known in the popular uh, sphere, but, but of course, Dawkins and Hitchens were the, the two main voices. And uh, Christopher Hitchens was uh, known for his uh, very brash, and a sort of aggressive approach, a very disrespectful approach. But the irony with Hitchens is there was a, a certain charm about him as well, so it, it was interesting. But what this book is about is how in the, the course of doing these debates with various uh, Christian apologists, uh, Dr. John Lennox, uh, William Lane Craig, um, just to mention a few names, uh, what Hitchens began to discover, and then of course in this personal relationship with Larry Taunton, is that these Christians that he was so opposed to were some of the nicest, kindest, most compassionate people that he'd ever met. And he was also shocked that they were quite intelligent. And mm-hmm. so the, the book you know, deals with some of that. The, the gist of the book is really about the relationship that developed between Larry and Christopher and specifically about a couple of uh, journeys they took together. They called them road trips, where they went on long drives and actually read and talked about the scriptures together. They, they did a kind of a study of the Gospel of John. Now, this book is um, fascinating to me as a believer. This book has call, caused a, a huge storm in the atheistic community because they are just absolutely appalled to think that uh, their champion, their hero, maybe had some sort of a chink in the armor. And, you know, poor Larry, I mean, he's been (laughs) accused of all kinds of fraud and deceit and all of this stuff. But it's all absolutely factual. Uh, There's direct quotes from Hitchens that are uh, publicly accessible today. So, but but the thing that I, I like about the book, and maybe you would chime in too as far as your experience with it, I like, Two things. I like the uh, the way that um, Larry engaged Hitchens on a personal level and developed a friendship with him. And what I like about that is I think it's a good model for us because a lot of times, you know, when with people we disagree with, we seem to uh, not many times have the ability to even have any kind of a relationship with them. It's just completely adversarial. You know, here we are, we're entrenched over here in our fortress, they're over there in their fortress, and we're just sort of shooting across the, the valley at one another. Uh, but the, the beautiful thing here was to see how these guys came together in a personal friendship where they ate together, they uh, drove on these journeys together, they, um, you know, 
connected as fam on, on a family level. And that developed into uh, amazing opportunities to talk very candidly about what Christianity really is versus what it isn't. And so, so I, I really appreciate that aspect of it. And secondly, I appreciate that uh, Larry Taunton in a very respectful, but in a very bold way, didn't back down when it came to sharing you know, the truth of uh, what the Bible says with Hitchens. So yeah. I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a great read. It's, it's very uh, entertaining. It's very educational. And I think it, it sets a good model yeah. for us as well. I really appreciated how Larry did treat Christopher as an individual. Yeah. And I could relate to these car conversations. I had a, a personal incident in my own life, a season where I was connected with somebody who was very hostile publicly to the gospel, but in private was very curious and appreciated that I was a safe person to ask questions of. Yeah, yeah. And so it was not hard for me to believe that this was a true story yeah. and that these were interactions that yeah. took place. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, somebody asked me just, just recently, you know, how, how is it that you yourself personally engage with the atheist? And, you know, I've done that obviously in face-to-face -face kinds of situations. Uh, I've also done it, uh, I've had a number of Twitter uh, debates with some atheists. But what I always try to do is I, I try to keep it on the lighter and the friendly side. Not to say that we don't get passionate, not to say that we're, we're not, you know, really contending hard for the truth, but at a certain point, you know, you have to have enough wisdom to sort of pull back and and not let it go to that place where there's just this hostility and this animosity. Uh, you know, when I've done this occasionally on, on Twitter, I'll always um, rely on my emojis, you know, my, my smiley face or the yeah. wink or, you know, the thumbs up or anything to just kind of uh, communicate that, look, let, let's exchange these ideas, let's challenge one another, but we don't have to be hateful about no. it, you know? And, um, yeah. and, and so that, that's, what, that's what Larry did in such a beautiful way. And, and of course, the amazing thing about the book, he does not at all say, like he's been accused of saying, that uh, there was a deathbed conversion for Hitchens. He doesn't say that at all. Uh, there was nothing that, that anybody would know of that was a deathbed conversion, but what he does show us is that Hitchens was not as firmly fixed in his atheism as everybody thinks, and that he was vulnerable, and he was very open. And there's, that, there's one point, I actually quoted this a few weeks back in a sermon, uh, there was one point where he was, Hitchens was actually reading a portion from the Gospel of John, and he was reading from John chapter 11, and there uh, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. And Hitchens, sort of mockingly, but in a friendly way, he says, do you believe this, Larry Taunton? And Larry says, you know I do. He said, the question is, Christopher, do you believe this, that I am the resurrection and the life? The words of Jesus. And Christopher's response was uh, something like, I can't remember exactly, but they were something like, it's, it's very, these words are very attractive for a man in my position. Yeah. So you know, showing that vulnerability. So um, anyway, it's, it's a great book to help. What we're talking about here in talking about atheism today is uh, we're talking about the, the fact that it's, it, it matters because it's, it's becoming more and more uh, pervasive in the culture, but we wanna know how to respond to it. Yeah. So this, is a, this book is good to show you, I, I think, the demeanor that we should have. Larry, does it, 
that you know his demeanor is the is the right demeanor to approach it. When it comes to arguments, uh, there's a couple of other books that I would recommend. Um, there's uh, just off the top of my head, there, there's four books. Two of them are here. Uh, I'll I'll pull them out in a second. But there's um, the two books that we have here. There's uh, two books by Dr. John Lennox, Gunning for God. And uh, the second one is uh, God and Stephen Hawking. I'll talk about those in a moment. But there's also a great book by uh, Andy Bannister called The Atheist Who Didn't Exist. And there's a great book by Frank Turek called Stealing from God. And in that book, Frank Turek shows how all of the, uh, all, all of atheism's uh, you, you know, their arguments for equality and altruism and, and all of the justice and all of that, how atheism itself doesn't allow for any of those um, kinds of ideas. So they had to steal all of this stuff from God in order right. to even have, you know, a moral perspective or a moral position. So uh, those two books are great. But uh, the books here, uh, Gunning for God, Dr. John Lennox here. This book is fantastic because he, it, uh, Lennox has debated, um, he debated Hitchens at least twice. He's debated a number of atheists. Uh, I, he's debated uh, Dawkins. And so he's just going right at the, the things that have been brought up to him in the debates and the things that are written in the books by these guys. So he just uh, takes these things on and he does a uh, a superb job here in this book, Gunning for God. This other book, also by Lennox, is um, a smaller book, as you can see, and it is uh, God and Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking had been a little bit ambiguous over the years about whether he was a staunch atheist. In more recent years, he's come out very vocally and expressed, you know, that there is no God, there is no need for God, science is shown us that, uh, you know, through the laws of gravity and so forth, uh, the universe could have created it itself. And John Lennox, quite frankly, destroys that argument in like two paragraphs, you know, so, but, but it's a fantastic book. And I uh, would highly recommend those for anybody who is in any way um, engaging with atheists, somebody you work with, some, a family member, a friend, some of you come across on the internet or social media, uh, this stuff here is, is going to be tremendously helpful. Excellent. Well, I know you've definitely convinced me uh, working with you for the last five years. And I, I know these books as well, that they are great resources. Yeah. So we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for being a part of today's episode. If you do have any questions, we'd love to hear from you in the comment section below this, whether you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or anywhere else where it's been posted. And you can post it as well. Why don't you share it on your Facebook page? Help us get the word out about this new program. And uh, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, you can debate us on Twitter, or Brian, at least, on Twitter. Uh, Pastor Brian is Brian Broderson, and I am Josh Taransky on Twitter. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next time with another episode of Things That Matter.